0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Two Gardeners One Story. This is the podcast with myself, Mr. Richard Suggett,
1: and Myself, Mr. Lee Connolly.
0: We get together, we find a piece of gardening news and we chat about it. How are you doing, Lee?
1: Very well, mate. Good to be good to be back once again, another week.
0: Another week, another dollar?
1: Another uh, well, well, well another week at least.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got to say, we we saw each other at the weekend. You came down to CD Sunday. Did you have a good day?
1: I did, mate. You know, uh, I think I said on my podcast and your podcast that it was um, the start of my gardening season for me, really.
0: Yeah, I I definitely felt like that going into that. And I feel, obviously, everybody can go and listen to our other podcast and YouTube channel as well, uh, channels, but we came out of that feeling like yes let's get gardening let's get gardening
1: yeah funny that isn't it it's funny how like an event and seeing people talk and stuff makes you feel a bit more energized i thought i was energized already but clearly i wasn't
0: i funny enough i thought exactly the same and it's not until you you sat down and saw that i suddenly realized where's it been where's that 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 enthusiasm that I thought I had, that I now suddenly have. Where has it been?
1: It's like a hidden burning candle. I can't think of some sort of fancy uh, way of putting it, but some sort of burning, bear with me, burning candle (laughs) inside me, which has just been lit by a match of seeds.
0: That's, yeah, I think that's a pretty accurate way of describing it.
1: I was, I can't remember one I haven't got another one I haven't got another one anyway um yeah we had to see Sunday that was amazing. good to see you, my friend uh face to face which is also uh, another bonus to um to go into something like that and I have got some seeds so that's always good yeah
0: yeah but we haven't sown our seeds yet so there's still
1: plenty of time for that yeah I'm not rushing into it I really wanted to come back and on the Monday like go right here we go but uh, I held off. Yeah, I did plant my strawberries though. You know, I got some stem strawberries.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I got them yeah. in because I didn't want I didn't want to sit in there. That's like. Plus, it wasn't that cold when uh, when yeah. uh, I did it, and then the next day yeah. it really got cold.
0: I I got mine in the greenhouse and planted up as well, just to That's make sure they.
1: More, probably a bit more cleverer than me. I I literally took them from a nice warm school hall. Into the ground.
0: Oh, well, well, there's still time. Let's see how many strawberries
1: we get out of them. Kino, yeah, Kino. Anyway, we're not just here to talk about ourselves as much as that would be lovely. We're also here to talk about a story, and if it's the first time you may have listened to this podcast, maybe you're not Soul Walker, then uh, then, <laughs> then uh, the way it works is one of us comes up with a garden story, and then we spend a bit of time chatting it over and seeing if we agree or disagree.
0: Indeed, indeed. And I've got a story for you this week.
1: Hit me with it.
0: now. This the title of this is gardening, sorry, garden pesticides are contributing to British songbird decline study finds. Gardeners who use pesticides are contributing to the decline of British songbirds, study suggests. Scientists have urged people to stop spraying their gardens with poison in order to halt bird decline and adopt instead wildlife friendly practices. The results of the University of Sussex study, which researchers call the first of its kind, published in the Journal of Science of the Total Environment, found that gardeners who use pesticides can expect to see fewer birds. The experiment, which surveyed 615 gardens in Brighton, found 25% fewer mm-hmm. house sparrows when glyphosate was present, was used regularly. Mm-hmm. Let me start that sentence again. The experiment which surveyed 615 gardens in Britain found 25% fewer house sparrows when glyphosate was used regularly. This is an ingredient found in commonly used herbicide browns such as Roundup or Gallup. Slug pellets also seem to have an impact on bird sightings in gardens where metal hide, metal dihyde di- slug pellets were used. Our sparrow numbers were almost down 40% researchers drew on data gathered by the british trust researchers drew on data gathered by the british trust for ornithology which organizes garden birdwatch a citizen science garden bird recording scheme and found that 32% of respondents use pesticides on their gardens and that glyphosate based herbicides made up 53% of those Applications. Professor Dave Golson of the School of Life Sciences at the University of Sussex said the UK has 22 million gardens which collectively could be a fantastic refuge for wildlife, but not if they are overly tidy and sprayed with poisons. We just don't need pesticides in our garden. Many towns around the world are now pesticide free. We should simply ban the use of these poisons in urban areas following the example of France. The RHS, the UK's leading gardening charity, says the use of pesticides and herbicides should be avoided if possible, and they should only be used, if ever, in small and targeted applications. Research also found that those who adopted wildlife friendly practices, such as planting native shrubs and flowers or or digging a wildlife pond, saw more birds than those who did not. Canel Tassin de Monte, Monte, some other person whose name I cannot pronounce, <laughs> a PhD researcher within the School of Life Sciences and an author of the study, said it's encouraging to find that simple measures such as planting native shrubs and trees and creating a pond together, with, together with avoiding the use of pesticides, really make a measurable difference to the number of birds you will see in the garden. Gunners are an important part of the fight against biodiversity decline. Guns cover an area of about 40,000 hectares, or 988. We'll forget that bit. Bigger than all of our national nature reserves. Overall, the UK breeding bird population has fallen by 19 million since the late 1960s. And house sparrow populations have fallen by 70% since the 1970s. With a loss of about 10.7 million hairs. that's uh that's the story um that is the story so what do you think
1: so when they say about pesticides right yeah. what are we talking about in, in are we talking like weed killer and stuff like that
0: a weed killer would be a herbicide pesticide is what you might spray on Tomatoes, or something, to get rid of any bugs that you may not want.
1: Oh, I see. So, like, to get rid of pests. Yeah, that makes sense now. So, what you can obviously you spray it on them, but you can still obviously eat the plants. Obviously, if you're spraying it on tomato plants, you can obviously still eat it.
0: There's yeah, providing it's there are some uh, pesticides or herbicides that aren't intended for edible crops i believe i don't think they're available anymore but they definitely used to be and uh, I, I wouldn't is... recommend eating those
1: yeah because it's the thing right i thought that they were already banned i didn't realize they still realize pesticides we... they're still they're still about so was it herbicides there's... that have been banned
0: there's only certain chemicals that are banned So there's still herbicides and pesticides available. They've just not allowed to use certain um, chemicals. Uh, The good one was the slug pellets, the blue slug pellets got banned a few years ago. I think there were the metal hydride ones that they were talking about. They, I believe, got banned. Um, And I mean, I haven't used slug pellets and I haven't used pesticides or herbicides, slug pellets or anything like that in a very, very long time. So oh, I've never really used them. Go, just quickly uh, on
1: that point before you go into anything else, just a quick yeah. diverting from what you're saying, because you, what you're saying is brilliant. And now I wish I never diverted you, but <laughs> I have some slug pallets from years ago and they're sitting uh-huh. on my shelf and I'm, I don't know what to do with them. I'm too scared to throw them away in the bin in case I'm doing exactly the thing that I didn't want to do.
0: Well, that is the point I was going to go on and say is that I'm sure there's many gardeners that still have these slug pellets, for example, or other chemicals set in their sheds, and they may not be aware it's banned and they may continue using it, or someone conscientious like yourself don't know what to do with it. So do you want to know what I would
1: do? I don't know what you would do, yeah.
0: I would contact your local council and say, "Right, I've got these. I believe they're banned. What can I do with them to dispose of them?"
1: Okay, well, I'll do that in the morning and see what they. I actually get an answer back from. I'll make sure yeah. on the podcast I tell you what happens, but um, but okay, so pest. Okay, now I understand what pest, the reason I I am not clued up on this side of things is because since I ever started gardening, I've never bothered apart from slug pellets, which were given to me. So just before everyone starts hammering for that, they were just given as a gift. Probably not a birthday gift. And um, I've never used any sort of chemicals or even thought about using them in my gardening beforehand.
0: No, and this has been my thing. I've never used any herbicides or pesticides. I will admit, I did use to use slug pellets, but... I've never used, I mean, weed killer, I'm not completely against weed killer. I feel in some extreme circumstances, there is need for weed killer, but they are extreme circumstances.
1: Just quickly on the weed killer thing, right, as well, Uh, you know, we didn't talk about this after it was questioned the other day on that garden's question time, but that lady asked about weeds in her garden, right, and asked about weed killer. I didn't really, I, we didn't actually talk about it afterwards, but I didn't really feel like the answer for that was don't use weed killer, right? I personally, I was like, I was ready to shout, just use your out and, and just dig the weeds out. But they were not going away from weed killer, were they? No,
0: no, there was, so there, yeah. I felt there was quite a few questions. when When some of the people asking questions were throwing effectively three or four questions out in one, yeah the main question or not everything got answered no yeah if anybody does ever attend a question time like that only ask one question
1: yeah be direct yeah (laughs) yeah um but anyway back to pesticides i I forgot about that. i forgot to mention that (laughs) to you i was like that's weird weren't it like surely just say get them out by hand
0: yeah there was a lot of that sort of thing going on on sunday i did notice that anyway this is, means nothing to the audience, but
1: no, it doesn't. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, back to this. Back to the story we were talking about. Not just my own little life. Um, yeah. So anyway, so I, I I don't understand this too much. So in in the sense that I never used it beforehand, and that's probably a good thing because it means that we've got a massive, uh, hopefully, generation behind me. Uh, I'm quite still quite young. I know you're a little bit older, so you're sort of uh, quite a bit older actually. Uh, so you probably understand, understand this sort of stuff more than us young kids. But, um, but yeah, uh, hopefully we've got a generation that don't think about this sort of stuff as a solution.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been on my allotment and I've been discussing, you know, I've got a bad problem with cooch grass and a few other weeds. And some of my neighbours just come up and say, oh, I've got some poison if you want it. I'm like, no, no, I don't use it. I don't want right. to use it, and I don't feel the need for using it. As I said, there are extreme cases, Japanese knotweed being one, where the need for weed killer is probably essential. But yeah. in most cases, no.
1: Well, yeah. now,
0: now added to that, obviously, this news article was all about songbirds, and. I was
1: I was going, have you ever seen a song? I've never seen one before. It's just birds that sing. Oh, I just thought it was like... <laughs> oh, that's the most Essex thing I think I've ever said. I thought it was an actual bird. Like, I thought it was... Shut up. <laughs> no. no, shut up, right? No, I'm Googling it. There's a... No, wait a second. There's an actual bird called the songbird, right? Don't tell me... People have said, oh, have you ever seen a songbird? I've been like, nah, i never seen one. No. Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, I mean,
0: uh,
1: uh, I'll leave that. No. Bit oh damn! I can't believe that. No. <laughs> oh. but I'm, yeah. I'm, so these songbirds, they could be like any birds <laughs> uh, you might see. Uh, you might see around. Um, but uh, your favourite songbird?
0: It's gonna be the robin. Gonna be the robin. Yeah, me too. <laughs> need to and i, I say uh, that because i was stood in my um top bedroom window looking out at my garden earlier with with my dog she's on guard duty out there but i'm watching this little robin go into my veg beds and start getting you know pecking around and eating worms and hopefully slugs and snails at the same time
1: yeah they're so inquisitive aren't they yeah yeah and that's right,
0: what oh that's why i think you know encouraging birds into your garden is the best way to deal with all those sort of things?
1: Them and. They are, I don't know, maybe it's. Maybe sparrows. I was about to say, maybe sparrows are a little bit common. But in that article, I'm sure they said we've lost 70% of sparrows since the 1970s.
0: I can't remember if it was 70% or 40%, but yeah, it was a lot. Um, and it's uh, and it's 19
1: million, 19 million songbirds since the 60s. Yeah. yeah. That's quite a bit isn't
0: it it's huge it's huge i mean i don't know what necessarily caused this i'm making hype i wasn't around in the 60s despite what you think mm. um so so i hear people who were around in the 60s complain that you know we've had a massive population increase and fields have been taken over by housing etc etc and they blame a lot of things on that including the decline in songbirds and i'm sure there is that to it as well but it, i also remember or i also remember reading the 80s was when pesticides and herbicides suddenly became very very popular and uh that may have also led into the decline well definitely has according gone to this uh, this research
1: well it's a bit of a mix in it i mean i'm not being funny right if france have banned it They've got to have banned it for a reason, yeah?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know what the French are like. They don't take any crap.
1: Well, no, I suppose (laughs) they don't. (laughs) I suppose they don't. I read something recently. Actually, I did a... I quite be able to find it now, I bet you. But I I did... Probably similar to this is I went and signed a petition... Uh, about the government, I'm gonna find it for you. Hang on, a government doing a U turn on using, I'm sure it was pesticides, um, and to help save the bees. Did you see this?
0: I vaguely remember seeing something about that.
1: I'm gonna find it for you because, um, because it's, I've only just signed it. I want to be honest, you know, I love, uh, you know, I love, um, Bees, anyway, as we all as we all do. Uh, let me see if I can find. I I can't find it now. Hang on a sec. But anyway, apparently the government have done a complete U-turn on using them. I think mainly for farmers. Right? Do you know about it? Have you seen this?
0: I can't say. I've. I, it vaguely reads a bell. I may have seen it on social media, but you know what? Like well, that's vaguely-
1: where I saw. But now I, you can guarantee, as I speak to you. I can't see you it. Why do it. we do this? Why do we go back on our? Why do we have scientists that tell us? Oh, this is all well, just even gardeners, basically, that tell us that um, things are bad, and then the government just go, "Yeah, we'll just do it." Here you go, overturn the decision to allow the use of neon neonocytoid pesticides on sugar crops. DEFRA has reauthorised the emergency use of some long word to protect sugar beet crops from the yellow virus. However, there is widespread evidence of harmful effects on the bees and other pollinators.
0: So the sceptical reason would be there's money being passed hands to stop it going through. Or there may well be other reasons that, that we aren't aware of. You know, I always believe in trying to take a balanced approach. So let's say somebody's turned around and said, right, we are banning something tomorrow. And let's use the cars. Let's use the cars. Let's say the government suddenly turned around and said, right. Um, oh, that's my dinner. Sorry. Can you get that? Yeah. Amanda, can you get that? Shall I? Thank you. Let's take cars as an example. If the government suddenly turned around tomorrow and said, right, we're banning all petrol and diesel cars, we all have to go electric, it yeah. wouldn't be able, the, the market just isn't there for that, is it? It's it's not going to happen. So there could be something along those lines going on for all I know, but mm. the sceptical person would also say there's possibly a backhander gone on as well.
1: Well, you can't you can't make a decision and then go back on it.
0: No, well, things change. Things do change. You know, we've had this with the war in Ukraine, suddenly causing petrol crisis, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Covid suddenly came along, and all of a sudden we couldn't get a lot of the materials we had. We don't know if that has affected it. I'm trying to be very
1: be fair right here, there, yeah. But you'll be. In. Yeah, I hear you being very much on the fence, uh, like the OHS were saying, that they would avoid, if possible, <laughs> <laughs> on best sides. I'd, I, um, I, I'd avoid, if possible.
0: <laughs> I just don't like to make judgments without every, all the information in front of me, so I can make my own
1: judgment, is what I would say. Oh, I judge, I judge all the way. Yeah, I know you do. I'm Guilty. <laughs> next i'll be a brilliant um person with the white hair thing on what are they called judge court court jester yeah court judge jester. oh yeah judge um <laughs> <laughs> uh, well there you go um i would love to know <laughs> maybe you're a gardener that uses pesticides Hey, we don't judge, but well, I do. But uh, but maybe you do. Maybe you've got a, an answer, a good answer of why you use them. Or maybe you're with us and agree, or, well, or me at least, uh, that we shouldn't use them.
0: Yeah, I agree. We shouldn't use them.
1: With us, then. You're with us. With uh, us. With us. On the two gardeners, one story. Get in contact. Of course, we haven't got an email address for you, but you can get in contact with us individually. <laughs> Uh, at any point it's a running joke now so we might as well just keep it as we haven't got an email address
0: no nah, we, we were having so much fun that that doesn't seem to work
1: seems pointless doesn't it yeah get in contact with us anyway i'm at lee at UK. and richard you're at
0: richard at the amazing there
1: you go suggs it's been lovely as always
0: yeah you take care my friend and i'll speak to you all next week
1: See you later.